Hello and welcome back everyone to Mike on Money, where we're going to talk about everything AI. We've been hearing so much about it on the news. We thought we'd do a special episode covering uh, what we're seeing out there and what you might want to consider when looking at it. Uh, as always, my name is Michael LeBlanc, Senior Portfolio Manager at CG Wealth Management and partner of LLC Private Wealth. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, where we're going to, As I mentioned, we're going to talk about AI technology and what it means for the portfolios. Uh, as always, keep in mind, everything we talk about is for educational purposes only. Always reach out to us with any questions or uh, how you might want to implement it into your own portfolio uh, or do your own research and due diligence. Uh, not all strategies are appropriate for all portfolios. So make sure you reach out to us. You can always go to mikeonmoney.com. You can reach me there. You can see our other videos. You can see past content. Uh, we've been putting out a lot more content lately uh, as we kind of go into these markets and uh, different things going on, but I'll leave that for another time. Today, we're going to be talking about AI and what that means uh, what that means to you. So let's start off with uh, AI, and I'm, we're going to break this down into kind of two things. The first, let's talk about AI from a thematic standpoint, so theme stocks. Uh, obviously, we're seeing a lot of interest in AI, uh, most of it coming from what you'll hear about, you know, chat GPT being the most uh, most popular one out there when it comes to uh, the uh, the online AI new tools. Uh, and keep in mind, no matter where you've heard the good, the bad, or the ugly uh, about what these tools can do, um, they are today the worst they're ever going to be. They're, they're, they're getting better all the time. They're, they're being implemented in new ways and, uh, and new functions. And the other thing to keep in mind, uh, when you're looking at things like ChatGPT in particular, and there's other names out there, I know I'm just going to use that one as kind of the the broad example, um, is that uh, they've learned from a certain database. Uh, so, for example, the free ChatGPT that anyone can go on there and play with. And if you haven't yet, it, it is entertaining. It is worthwhile kind of go, going in there and, and playing around, seeing what it can do. Uh, keep in mind that it uh, its database is old. It's only up to, I think, 2021. If you do the paid version, it is more current, but it is uh, not uh, always up, uh, completely up to date. Now, there's a lot of speculation around these things being able to, you know, take over or, uh, you know, uh, run things. Um, one study that I, I do want to mention, you know, they, they're only as good as that data set that they're, they're working off of. So this is why we're seeing... Big, the bigger companies really take advantage of it because uh, they have that more in-depth data set that they can that, that they can pull from. So your Googles, Microsofts, Apple, uh, be, because they have more uh, longer data and 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 just more more of it for these uh, softwares to consume. Because one one concern is if if more more systems, more people start using AI in the sense that people think, you know, taking over. Um, as we all know, they make errors. They, they make things up. Uh, a lot of these, uh, some people have gotten in trouble. Uh, even we've seen lawyers in court where um, they've used AI to uh, to argue their case. And, and it's just made up precedent. It's made up cases. So uh, if AI is, is not use, working from a clean or an accurate data set, so uh, if they start using other AI data to analyze, you're just constantly, you know, over time, you just get into more and more corrupt database. So the idea that they're immediately going to just take over over the next year or so, probably not the case. 
And that's when we're talking about, you know, the thematic theme. So, you know, we've seen a big run up in the stock prices of certain companies, um, uh, especially in 2023 around the, uh, the AI concept. And that's, uh, you know, probably most prevalent when we look at this small chart here, uh, you know, the red line uh, being the S&P 500 overall, uh, but the low line is if we take out just seven companies of the S&P 500. So those seven tech companies and those, uh, those seven being Microsoft, Apple, NVIDIA, uh, Tesla, Amazon, uh, Meta, which is uh, Facebook. And of course, uh, Google or Alphabet is the, the, uh, the parent company Alphabet. And those are the big tech giants because uh, when a lot of people are looking to invest directly into the AI technology, not a lot of those companies actually trade. So ChatGPT being examples, a private firm. Now, Microsoft is one of their largest shareholders. So a lot of people have bought the Microsoft stock as a proxy to uh, to them. And, and Microsoft stock has done uh, has done very well uh, in 2023, uh, partly based on that, um, but uh, a lot more on how they're implementing it. So let's talk. Take the thematic out of it, because we've seen a lot of this, the, this these theme-based investing in the past. Uh, which uh, you know, if you've watched our videos, uh, you know whether we're talking about cannabis investing, uh, or we talked about crypto investing, uh, or any theme-based um, type of of hype that, that that's out there in in, in the world. It really comes down to yes, uh, you know, there is this period of euphoria where we see a run up, uh, a broad run up, and if you've been around long enough investing, uh, you know, kind of the dot com run up where you know any company that put dot com in their name, you know, or, or internet in their name, immediately saw a bump in the stock price just on that euphoria. Uh, but really, what it comes down to, what's what's the long lasting investing opportunity here? Uh, it, it's really looking at how how those companies are going to implement or how they're going to benefit from that. And that's the second part of this is not the thematic, not kind of jumping on a wave because we've all seen those waves crash really rapidly. Uh, any, any theme, any thematic kind of uh, a euphoria spin in, there's the bubble, if you want to call it that, you know, pops uh, and we see that disappear. So, where do we see the real value in this? Well, it is a disruptor. This technology is amazing and it is being implemented today in some great ways. And that's where you're seeing the Microsofts of the world uh, and the Apples of the world take advantage of it. Not from a chat GPT, write my essay because you know it's going to be uh, you know inaccurate or write my report or write an article for me. All those things uh, are tools that you can use it for but it's not accurate enough. It's not strong enough to really take those those roles over. It's where it, it's going to be a disruptor in almost any industry. We're seeing it, whether you're talking about research, uh, medical research, whether you're talking about uh, engineering research. It's it's a tool that makes certain functions faster, better, uh, and that's what we want to look at. We want to look at companies that are going to jump on this theme or jump on this technology as a disruptor to processes that are already in place. So they're going to make things more efficient, more cost-effective, uh, or, or just faster to market. Uh, and, and that's where we're seeing in some technology uh, companies out there. Uh, the other part of it uh, is, of course, you know, we always talk about uh, in our portfolios, rather than kind of buying the theme or the brand that's taken off, uh, focusing on the, the 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 pick and shovel, like who who's delivering the service. So, you know, one of the companies I mentioned in those top seven, uh, NVIDIA, which is the chip manufacturer, 
that uh, or design the uh, the chipset that is being used largely in that technology. Uh, in, Nvidia stock uh, jumped up twenty four percent on their last uh, report uh, income or earnings report, uh, and a lot a lot of that was based on the 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 idea that they're going to continue to win. Uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to this technology going forward, as more and more people build out the hardware requirements to run these things, and Nvidia is not a new name. Nvidia has been around. That their GPU or graphic uh, graphic chipset uh, was a big winner in the blockchain, right? A lot of the blockchain, the crypto mining. Uh, their their uh, GPUs were were used predominantly in that technology as well. So they did they did amazingly well uh, in in uh, in multiple thematic. Uh, type of investment bubble. So, so that's an interesting name. It is pretty overvalued. Uh, so some of the names we've mentioned in uh, previous videos is to look deeper past that brand. So uh, NVIDIA develops technology, but uh, Taiwan Semiconductor actually builds their chipset, right? So they actually manufacture the chips. So that's another name to, to keep in mind, like kind of that, that pick and shovel. Uh, we have in the portfolio also Celestica, a Canadian name. It's a board builder, so it's taking the chips and putting them on the boards uh, that are that are being a lot in, in that technology. Uh, and then going back to those big names, uh, you know, Microsoft building into the search engine, uh, being smarter. Uh, uh, same with uh, Apple is using a lot in their products uh, to make them smarter, better, faster for you. Um, same with Google launching their own uh, AI technology. Uh, and you'll even see things like Amazon uh, being smarter about putting the right products in front of people or, or Spotify using it to, to make your experience on their, their, their streaming services better. Netflix using it to make your, your experience better. And also to, to help them mine the data that they are collecting to, to make a better and more efficient product. So it's all about how it's going to be implemented. So whether, uh, and, and don't just think of the tech names because when we talk about disruptive technology, the opportunity can be found in, in, you know, mature industries, you know, whether, you know, we, we talked about shopping, we talked about streaming, uh, but any, any manufacturing process where there's a data set that can be analyzed and can be analyzed quicker, uh, those are, you know, we have to start turning our eyes to those companies to see who are going to be the disruptors in the technology and who are going to be able to really deliver an AI experience that's going to uh increase revenue, increase profits, and of course, increase the cash flows, because that's what we're always looking for inside the portfolios. So let's take a look at our portfolios, kind of what uh, we've put in there. As I mentioned, we have Microsoft in there. Apple's been for quite some time. Uh, Apple, you know, being really interested in uh, not only implementing AI, but kind of grab jumping on that virtual or uh, reality side of things. Uh, I talked a bit about it in our uh, in a previous video, um, but rather than virtual technology and gaming, they, they've incorporated it into an AR, so augmented reality. So this is where you actually see the surroundings you're in, but it's layering in new technology or new views so you could put on their headset you still see your desk you still see your house you don't trip over anything you don't fall down you can open apps with your hands emotion it doesn't have any controllers it has a lot of cameras in uh, on the outside of their rig um which allows you to interact with it without having additional controllers. Uh, but it could turn your laptop into five different screens if you wanted to work uh, that that way. You can have 
five different programs open or, or multiple. I'm using five as an example. Uh, you can be sitting there and watching, uh, you know, instead of having a big screen TV, you can plug it into your laptop or connect it to your laptop. And all of a sudden have a 65 inch screen, uh, or at least what looks like a 65 inch screen in front of you. And this is all running at 4K technology, which is some of the top technology when it comes for viewing experiences. So they've really pushed away from the gaming side and focused more on the utility side. Now, I know the uh, there's a lot of uh, concern around the price around Apple's use of this technology, um, but that's where the AI comes in. They're working with developers, and that's why they've put it out at that price. It's not for your day-to-day -day consumer. It's for the development community. And just like Apple did when they first came out with the, uh, the Apple Store and the first uh, Apple iPhone, remember, the first iPhone came out was uh, a disruptive technology. There was no one else really doing it the way that it is done today. And I know it's a, you can get it, whether it's an Android phone or Google phone uh, or Apple, there's all the, the different stores and different apps available. But remember when Apple first came out, it was that, you know, being the first entrant to be disruptive into that marketplace and have the developers build out this platform that everyone embraced and jumped on and then was copied afterwards. But Apple still remained a leader because they were first first to market. Uh, and that's where we're seeing them do now. Again, here, combining that AR or VR uh, along with this AI. Uh, and that's why we've seen a, a good run up in their stocks recently as people see that as, as potential growth, new growth for the company, new marketplace for the company. So that's the type of disruption that we're looking for from AI. It's not so much of, uh, you know, people just logging on and saying, uh, I, I have a virtual lawyer or I have a virtual this or virtual that. It's really uh, how are companies going to be able to use these tools uh, to increase their profits and get into new areas of the market or knock out competitors by being first to market uh, with some of this technology. So uh, we're looking for that, those pickaxes and, and shovels in the portfolio. We're not jumping so much on the theme. We don't like the, the, the theme type investing in the portfolios. It is a lot more speculative and a lot more dangerous. Doesn't mean you can't make some money there, but it's a bit tougher. Uh, some other areas, if you are thinking of, of putting money into uh, more directly into the theme, I do recommend the ETFs out there. Um, they tend to give a, a much better diversification uh, and also a little less work from you figuring out which companies are actually being involved involved in it. Uh, so far, the U.S. has led kind of when we talk about um, AI ETFs, not as many in Canada and, and certainly not as broad. Uh, some of the Canadian ones we've seen are fairly limited to the, to the Microsofts, to the Apples uh, type of investing. We're seeing some more, uh, some more targeted ones in the U.S., uh, there's, uh, there's, there's one out there called the, uh, the global, uh, robotics and artificial intelligence, uh, ETF, uh, and it's getting into some interest in, uh, companies, uh, some things like, uh, Keyence, uh, which is a Japanese company, uh, that works on automation sensor scanners that AI would use, um, some different software companies out of Switzerland, uh, that focus on robotics. Uh, and different uh, different robotic use using AI again, te learning technology. Uh, of course, a lot of them have the Nvidia's uh, of the world and the uh, the Microsofts of the world in there. Um, but using an ETF, first of all, it keeps you diversified. Uh, it, it gets you into 
probably more global. It will be more global markets than you might just buy on the North American exchanges. Um, so it gives you a broader exposure uh, and maybe some more, um, you know, things like Taiwan semiconductors, uh, you know, more, more growth oriented foreign uh, companies as opposed to just the big brand names that I've already seen kind of that, that big lift already, uh, already come in into the stock price. Um, because that's, you know, that's where you, you want to be concerned when it comes to the, uh, the stock price uh, lift. Uh, you don't want to be part of the bubble that gets hit because uh, we even saw Microsoft come off a little bit, it, not, not too badly. It's, it's holding in there really well because it is a, a mature, uh, more broad-based company, but it is a concern that you see a pullback uh, as you know, people start to realize, you know, AI is not going to necessarily change everything as fast as the, uh, um, as, as, as some of the internet is starting to tell us out there. So there's a lot of things uh, to look at. I think you have a lot of opportunity this summer to kind of get in the, get into things. Uh, we are seeing that, that uh, I mentioned in our weekly videos, uh, the, uh, the summer doldrums have kind of set in as we've, we've kind of hit, you know, we were all hoping for that quick recession, the quick pull the bandage off, see a pullback in the markets and a rebound, and then start to see uh, interest rate cuts sooner than later. Uh, it looks like we're not probably headed into that. Powell just came out mentioning that uh, we, uh, we are likely to a longer environment of, of higher interest rates, maybe another year before we start seeing cuts. I think that's, overly aggressive i think they're gonna they will be doing cuts you know prior to a year um now keep in mind whenever you talk about inflation and and, and recessions is if you if they come out and say hey you know it's all good we're gonna cut people are going to be optimistic start spending uh and that drives up inflation again so they have to keep kind of the general theme or the general message that it is going to be longer so people do slow things down brings the uh, the inflation and the economy uh unemployment has to go up those things all all, all kind of play out um and i think that'll be sooner uh, i think powell said maybe 2025 i think we're much more likely early 2024 um but that all being said we are probably going to go through a period of uncertainty when for interest rates and the market hates uncertainty so uh i i do i i do caution uh on any theme or in any in investing, and we're doing this in the portfolio right now, is being patient, right? Looking for the right opportunities, looking for the right names. And that's where the ETF might be. If you're looking for an entry uh, sooner than later, um, that might be something you want to consider. Uh, and just give us a call or send us an email. We're happy to discuss, you know, the different ETFs out there or the different names that we're using and why and whether it's right for your portfolios uh, and where we see those going and and the, the more broad opportunity uh, for them to uh, to look at but we are layering into and i think you should layer into any of your uh, investment decisions as well is looking at all our names as i mentioned we're really paying attention to how those companies are looking at this new technology and how they can be a disruptor or how they can benefit from uh, making things more efficient and impacting things so that's all I have on AI. Uh, again, I know, you know, if you watch my videos, uh, I'm not kind of the big, hey, go buy crypto or go buy this. It's uh, it's take the real reality look at why you're buying it. Uh, it's, it's, it should be a rule for anything you invest into. Why are you buying it? Does it make sense for your portfolio and your strategy? Uh, and then you know, buy the names that you understand because if things are going right, you know uh, how to react to things. Uh, how to trim, how to take profits, 
uh, how to take advantage of the opportunity that, that you've gotten yourself into. And if things aren't going right, know whether that's just an, a, you know, a more patient opportunity or whether it's, it's wrong for you, right? If you, if you understand the reasoning behind your purchase, it's really easy to make a follow-up investment decision after that. So with that, remember, go to mikeonmoney.com, uh, look at our other videos, send us in any comments or topics that you might want us to, uh, to look at, uh, take a deeper dive into, uh, and uh, we love any, any feedback at all, and of course, any questions you might have. This will be posted for a replay, so if you want to uh, review it or send it to anyone else, feel free. And with that, enjoy your day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks very much. Bye-bye now.